Hello, I'm Father Dan Serratori from the St. Benedict's Catholic Community in Burwood, Melbourne, and welcome to our podcast. We hope you're blessed by this homily recorded at our Sunday Mass. May it enrich you and may it inspire you to embrace more fully the love, the life, and the mission of Jesus. Enjoy. I was reading a little this week about the great philosopher Socrates. He's known as the founder of Western philosophy, a man of profound wisdom. And one of the unique things about Socrates was that he didn't leave anything in writing himself. His preference was always to do philosophy through conversation. Because for him, the whole purpose of philosophy was to help lead people into a new understanding of themselves, a new understanding of life. And he believed that could only happen through dialogue. Philosophy for Socrates was a kind of spiritual experience. It wasn't just about tickling the mind like some philosophers of his day, but it was really about the transformation of the whole person. St. Paul, in our second reading, is saying that this is the kind of experience that everyone should be having who is following Jesus. This radical shifting of understanding and transformation of life. He says, your mind must be renewed by a spiritual revolution so that you can put on the new self that has been created in God's ways. And Paul's saying that following Jesus should gradually transform the way that we understand ourselves. And that then enables us to live in a whole new way. A spiritual revolution, he calls it. And he says this happens uh, as you go through this process of moving from, from the old self, that part of you that's disconnected with God, to the new self that's connected with God. I think this is a really helpful image for the Christian life, a journey from the old self to the new self. So I want to reflect on this a little bit today. Let's begin in our first reading because in it we we find a really good example of what this old self looks like. Right, we, uh, we hear from the book of Exodus, this is such a foundational story in the Old Testament, right? You probably know the story. God freeing his people from many, many years of slavery in Egypt through the leadership of Moses. And and today we pick up the story after they'd escaped from Egypt. God had parted the sea. (laughs) They'd walked through the middle of the sea and they were traveling now through the, the desert towards the promised land. Right? But as we hear today, they, they begin to get hungry. And, and what happens when we get hungry? <laughs> we get grumpy, don't we? And, and we start complaining. They said today, why did we not die at the Lord's hand in, in the land of Egypt? At least we had as much meat and as much bread as we wanted. They were grumbling, huh? It's amazing. I mean, just days before... They had witnessed God parting the seas for them. (laughs) Can you imagine walking through a sea that had been parted? But yet, so quickly were they complaining, were they doubting. Now, we might read this story and think, oh, ah, those Israelites. (laughs) 
So slow to trust in the Lord. <laughs> but isn't that the truth for all of us? Huh? When challenges and disappointments and trials come, aren't we so quick to forget everything that God has done for us? We can be so quick to complain and doubt and get upset and become downcast and consumed with all the problems that are at hand. This is how the old self operates. It's quick to forget everything that God has done for us, that everything that we have is God's gift to us. That's the old self. Now, I'm not for a second discounting uh, the, the difficulties of life, right? I'm not undermining how hard life can be at times. But the question for us as people of faith is, what do I look at when I'm facing the hard stuff? The old self forgets everything else but what we're experiencing here and now. But the new self remembers The new self goes outside and looks up and, and remembers the greatness of God, remembers that everything has been freely given to us by God, remembers that there is so much more to me than what I'm experiencing here and now. And through the remembering comes the believing and comes the trusting so much of our Christian spirituality is about remembering. The Eucharist is an act of remembering. We believe that remembering is so powerful that when we, we do it in the Eucharist, we're actually making present the one who we're remembering. Through our remembering, Jesus becomes present for us here in the bread and the wine. In the gospel today, we get another angle of what this old self looks like. We hear how the crowds were eager to be with Jesus. You see, he just wowed them. He just fed the 5,000, right? They had as much bread as they wanted to eat, and so they wanted to hang out with him some more, and they couldn't find him. So they're looking and looking, and eventually they realise he's on the other side of the sea. So they make the journey, and they go, and they find him. And you notice that as soon as they arrive... Jesus challenges them. He says, you're just following me because I fed you with bread. But I want to feed much more than your physical hunger. I want to satisfy your spiritual hunger. I want to give you the bread that gives life to the world. I want to give you the food that will continue to nourish you and satisfy you. You see, this tendency to get distracted with our immediate needs and desires is one of the great blockages to the spiritual life. Saint uh, C.S. Lewis, the great author, he put it like this. He said, we are half-hearted creatures fooling about with drink and sex and ambition when infinite joy is offered us. Like an ignorant child who wants to go on making mud pies in a slum because he cannot imagine what is meant by the offer of a holiday at the sea, we are far too easily pleased. And the gym I go to has a, a screen, and it's on the screens, you know, the music clips with the, I don't know, 
the dances and things. <laughs> what do you call them? <laughs> Video clips. Uh, anyway, uh, it seems like, I would guess, 70%, maybe 80% of those clips have women with hardly any clothes on. The same is true, of course, of a lot of the TV we watch, the advertising. We know that, that sex and, and beauty and money and power is what seems to sell. And I guess that is because that is where our hearts are at. That's our spiritual condition. That's how we're trained psychologically. That's how we're wired. Our culture is so focused on the here and the now. What gives us immediate gratification? We, we can so easily get lost in our pursuit of what feels good and what looks good and what tastes good. And St. Paul is saying today that this is the old self at work in us. You see, when we're disconnected from God, our good desires can so easily become corrupted and distract us from what God really wants to give us. The bread that really satisfies Now, these temptations, of course, are not new. Jesus experienced these very same temptations. Remember, he was in the desert. He was praying. He was hungry, 40 days, and the devil comes to tempt him. What does he tempt him with? Food? Power? Privilege? Pleasure? But, of course, Jesus was operating out of the new self, even though he was hungry, even though I'm sure that would have been very tempting, he knew that there was much more on offer. He knew that true and lasting joy doesn't come from the little bits of happiness and pleasure uh, that you know, we experience, but, but, but from the life that we find only in God. That's why today he says... Do not work for the food that cannot last, but work for the food that will eternally satisfy. This is what it looks like to have a spiritual revolution, is to realise that you are part of a much bigger story. See, the new self when we're living out of the new self, the new self says, yes, I want to enjoy all these wonderful gifts and opportunities and pleasures that God has given me, right? We don't deny that. Yes, I want to enjoy that as best I can. But I know that my main purpose here is to say yes to this bigger story, to say yes to God, to say yes to the food that truly satisfies. Uh, Henri Nguyen, he was a Dutch priest, a beautiful writer. Uh, I recommend anything he wrote, he wrote. This is how he said it. He said, this life is just an interruption in eternity. It's just a little opportunity for a few years to say to God, I love you too. That's the new self. That's how the new self operates and thinks. Now, how do we say yes? How do we have this spiritual revolution? Well, when the crowds asked Jesus the same question, he kept it nice and simple. He said, 
you just got to believe in me. You've got to come to me. This is one thing that you cannot make happen yourself. We could uh, listen to a thousand homilies, right? Read 10,000 spiritual books, pray a million rosaries, but still be living in the old self, still be eating mud pies. Uh, growing up with an Italian father, I would constantly hear how much better the food was in Italy, right? And, and I had a bit of an idea of what that might be like. My mum was a pretty good cook. But it wasn't until I went to Italy and I ate the food, I tasted it, that I realised what my father was talking about, right? I realised the truth, what he was saying. Jesus is saying here today, if you want to taste the bread that truly satisfies, you need to come to me. You see, at, one, at some point in our life, we need to say yes to God from deep within ourselves. Yes to Jesus. And we need to keep then saying that yes over and over again. This is the invitation and this is the opportunity of every Eucharist. You see, this bread is not just ordinary bread, right? This bread carries the life of God. This is the bread that transforms us from the old self to the new self. All we need to do when we come to receive it is to say yes from deep within ourselves. That's what amen, you know, when we say amen, that's what we're saying, yes. Yes to, yes to God. <laughs> yes to the food that truly satisfies. Yes to living out of my new self. You can find reflection questions for this homily at stbenedicts.com.au forward slash homily. Thanks for joining us today and have a great week.